You are listening to Sheep Might Fly, a podcast of serialised fiction written and read by Tansy Maynard Roberts. Our current serial for one more, one more episode is Musketeer Space. Um, next week there'll be a Q&A uh, episode. Feel free to drop by my Patreon to volunteer questions for that. Uh, anything you've ever wanted to ask me. It might be about this book. It might be about like just anything else. Uh, and then we'll be back in March for um, Of Knives and Night Blooms, a story about the River Divine. It's kind of sword and sorcery, kind of road trip with assassins. Very excited to be doing something new. Uh, yeah, that's all happening. But for now, Musketeer Space Chapter 62. We'll always have Paris. Seven months after the abrupt end of the Second Sun-Kissed War, Regents Lalla Louise Renard Royale and her husband, Prince Consort Alec of Oster, became parents to triplets. Royal baby fever had run high for months and Gossip Node exploded with the anticipation of this happy event. For Dana and the other musketeers, life did not change at first, though security details for the royal family immediately became more complex. There were more changes on the horizon to be anticipated. Three of them, said Athos dourly, as the inseparables gathered in the Abbey of Saint-Germain, for the age-old tradition of wetting a baby's head, three babies meant many drinks. Fifteen years, maybe less, and our jobs will be to keep those three royalings out of every dodgy nightclub, rave, bubble club, and whatever the hell else teenagers invent to do to themselves. Between now and then, never mind musketeers, we'll be the sex and drugs police. Isn't that already your job? Aramis said archly. I wouldn't worry about it, darling. We'll be long gone by then. Porthos coughed. Are we going somewhere? Aramis pointed a long, elegant finger in her direction. Don't pretend that fancy chef Coquenard hasn't asked you to marry him. Porthos rolled her eyes. I haven't said yes. Besides, I can be married and still a musketeer. It's not against the law. Dana brought a new tray of drinks to the table and caught the tail end of the conversation. Is this the part where you convince us you're going to retire to a quiet life as an abbot, somewhere in the outer system, Aramis, because no one actually believes that. I'd be brilliant at it, Aramis protested. Surrounded by priests and intellectuals all day, honour bound not to seduce any married ladies you come across. Dana actually scoffed. Here, right. What about you, Dana? Porthos asked to keep the peace. Oh, I'm always going to be a musketeer, Dana said without hesitation. Forever. Athos clinked his glass solemnly against hers. As is only right and proper. There's more to life than being a musketeer, Aramis insisted. There's a whole wide universe of possibilities out there. Dana and Athos gave her identical expressions that clearly told her she was 100% wrong and they feared for her sanity. 
For example, Athos, Aramis went on, continuing her thesis. I can definitely see you in your more mature years, taking up an aristocratic estate somewhere. Not Le Fair, obviously. Something more modest for your noble needs. Only one library. Perhaps you'll find yourself raising a young ward whose chin is suspiciously similar to your own. Athos glared at her. Never going to happen. Aramis fluttered her eyelashes at him. You know Chevreuse and I talk, right? I'm perfectly aware of that trip to peace you took last time Treville gave you leave for your health. Mind your own damn business, Athos said, and knocked back half his drink. Dana was only half aware that their bickering continued, rising and falling in the background, like the energy hum of a musket-class dart in need of recharging. She had stopped paying attention, because Special Agent Rosne Cho had just walked into the bar. Her flight suit was pale turquoise, her long black hair spilled down her back, and her manner was all business. She did not acknowledge Dana's presence, but went straight to the bartender. Dana did not even pretend not to watch the other woman. As Roe very deliberately scratched the scar on her face, then lay three fingers alongside her own chin. On high alert, Dana surveyed the bar. Those three, she whispered, in the corner. Don't they match the description of the terrorists who tried to disrupt the press conference last week? Rosne Cho knocked back a shot of something highly alcoholic at the bar and turned around and left with a smirk on her face, still not making eye contact with Dana. She didn't have to. That woman, breathed Aramis. So useful to have around. Hands off, I saw her first, said Dana, with pride in her voice. Porthos glanced casually across at the three men in the far corner. How are we going to do this? Call for backup? Quietly evacuate the bar? Everything by the books? Sure, said Athos, draining the last of his drink and wiping his mouth. Or we can flip the table, draw our blades, see what happens. Aramis shot him a fond smile. As always, Athos, I'm in awe of your strategic brain. All for one, said Porthos, grinning so fiercely. It was amazing the bar had not already emptied at the disturbing sight. Athos groaned. Must we, really? And one for all, crowed Dana. Aren't we beyond team chants and catchphrases? Shut up, Athos, play nice. Flip the table already. It was, they decided later, somewhere in the top three of best bar fights ever, resulting in six arrests, three dislocated shoulders, and only two major sword wounds. If there was more to life than being a musketeer, Dana didn't ever care to find out. Thanks for listening to Sheep Might Fly. This podcast was recorded on Palawa land. I acknowledge and pay respect to the Tasmanian Aboriginal people as the traditional owners and continuing custodians of Lutruita, Tasmania. 
Sheep Might Fly is produced and edited by Andrew Finch. You can sign up to my author newsletter for updates. Follow me on Twitter at TansyRR. And if you like this podcast, consider supporting me at Patreon, where you can receive all kinds of bonus rewards, early ebooks, and exclusive stories for a small monthly pledge. See you next week for a Q&A interlude podcast. And then see you next month for Of Knives and Night Blooms. Thank you.